0: This is Bloomberg Law. Some complicated international law issues here. What kind of docket is Chief Justice Roberts facing? Interviews with prominent
1: attorneys and Bloomberg legal experts.
0: Joining me is Bloomberg News Supreme Court reporter Greg Storr. Neil Devins, a professor at William & Mary Law School.
1: And analysis of important legal issues, cases, and headlines.
0: President Trump lost resoundingly in the circuit courts an unusually large number of immigration cases. Bloomberg Law with June Grasso from Bloomberg Radio. Welcome to Bloomberg Law. I'm June Grosso. The impeachment drama will shift to the Senate this week. My guest is former federal prosecutor Robert Mintz, a partner at McCarter
2: in English.
0: So, Bob, did the delay help the Democrats' cause in any way?
2: Well, I think the answer to that question is very much in the eye of the beholder. For the Democrats, what they were trying to do was to move the needle in terms of public opinion to try to bring more support for these articles of impeachment and try to sway perhaps a number of Republicans to come over and support their call for witnesses. So far, it doesn't seem like that has succeeded, mitch mcconnell is taking the view that witnesses will be decided after both the house managers present their case and the president's lawyers have an opportunity to present their defense they'll take up the question of witnesses at that time that's not something the democrats are happy with but ultimately i think it is something they're going to have to live with
0: pelosi criticized senate majority leader mitch mcconnell for supporting a resolution to dismiss the articles unless they were sent over soon now did McConnell just outmaneuver Pelosi, or does he just have the leverage? It's something that she can't fight.
2: Well, ultimately, it was never a question of, if; it was always a question of when Nancy Pelosi would be sending over these articles of impeachment. And Mitch McConnell knew that. She had to ultimately turn these articles over to the Senate so that his trial could proceed. She was trying to delay as long as possible to try to leverage what she could out of Republicans. But I think, She knew that it was unlikely to sway votes at this time. I think her ultimate goal really was to try to focus public opinion on this whole perception as to whether or not this trial was a real trial, was a fair trial, and whether or not Republicans could credibly call this a true impeachment trial at the same time taking a position that they don't need to hear from any witnesses.
0: President Trump's tweets this weekend range from calling for a trial with Pelosi and Intelligence Committee Chairman Adam Schiff, being called as witnesses to suggesting that senators should dismiss the House charges outright. Could the Senate dismiss them outright?
2: I think as a procedural matter, the Senate could dismiss them outright. But remember here that both sides are really playing to public opinion. They're really playing to their bases. So a lot of things are being said knowing that they're unlikely to happen. I think Mitch McConnell knows that it would be ill-advised to simply dismiss these articles of impeachment without any kind of process at all because he does have at least four Republican senators who are somewhat on the fence on the question of witnesses and who are trying to come up with some kind of compromise so that witnesses can be called and they're to be some process here that in some way replicates the process that was followed during the Clinton impeachment.
0: President Trump has already said that if former National Security Advisor John Bolton is called, that there will be questions of executive privilege.
2: To me, for the future, we have to protect presidential privilege. When we start allowing National Security Advisors to just go up and say whatever they want to say, we can't do that
0: how strong an argument do they have for executive privilege?
2: Well, the real question about John Bolton's testimony is first, will he testify? And second, if he does testify, what exactly will he be permitted to say? Executive privilege does cover a president's deliberations with his national security advisor on issues of foreign policy. So there is a a credible argument that some of these conversations that John Bolton had with the president would be protected by executive privilege, and that's a privilege that belongs to the president, not to John Bolton. So if they go into that area, if John Bolton is called to testify and questions are asked about some of those deliberations with the president, I think we can't expect to see the White House exercising that right for executive privilege, and that would have to then go to the courts to be decided. I think what would ultimately happen is that they would try try to work around the privilege issue and see whether Bolton could provide testimony that wasn't covered by the privilege so that the trial could continue, because going to the courts would only further delay this trial, drag it out into the Iowa caucuses and other things having to do with the Democratic primaries right now, and that's not what the Democrats are hoping to do.
0: Does it matter that some of what they'd be asking Bolton was testified to already by witnesses at the House impeachment trial?
2: Well, certainly if other people were present during the conversations, that Bolton had with the president, and that testimony has already been elicited, there's an argument that it's been waived. That executive privilege would have had to have been raised while those witnesses testified about those conversations. But the key to the John Bolton testimony is, according to John Bolton's lawyer, he has some relevant and material and important information which has not been elicited by the House Intelligence Committee through those other witnesses, and that is an instance where the privilege may apply if it was a conversation that took place solely between John Bolton and the president.
0: Coming up on Bloomberg Law, how long will the Senate trial take and will there be witnesses? I'm
3: June Grosso and this is Bloomberg. Face it, your business is unique. It faces challenges and risks that are specific to your industry and to the skills you and your team bring to every challenge. You need experienced insurance professionals. The Hartford accepts the challenge. The Hartford understands that protecting your business with the proper insurance can be a challenge. The Hartford team can help provide coverage to suit your industry. The Hartford empowers mid- to large-sized companies like yours to easily manage risk, from liability and property insurance to workers' comp and more. With experience in underwriting, risk engineering services and claims, the Hartford faces any challenge to deliver innovative, customizable solutions that your industry and your unique company demand. Let the Hartford help protect what's unique about your business. Learn how at TheHartford.com.
1: Johan Schmiegel, you've got the world's highest IQ. Yes,
3: 247.
1: Wow. Did you know that thanks to Salesforce with Einstein AI, everyone's smarter? Now everyone's an Einstein, just like you. But I'm
2: the smartest.
1: Not anymore. With connected data and trusted AI, everyone can give customers experiences they've only dreamed of. Oh, look, here's a few Einsteins now. Hey, hi. Hola, amigo. Everyone's an Einstein? It's okay, Johan, let it happen. The number one AI CRM. Now everyone's an
3: Einstein with Salesforce. You know success when you see it. Or you think you do. The people in the spotlight. Athletes, actors, artists. But what about the people behind the scenes? You know, the ones who make it all happen. The lighting engineers, the sideline photographers, the caterers. banking services provided by Green Dot Bank, member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes earn APY. APY can change at any time.
0: You're listening to Bloomberg Law with June Grosso from Bloomberg Radio. President Trump's Senate impeachment trial will begin as soon as this week. I've been talking to former federal prosecutor Robert Mintz, a partner at McCarter in English. Bob, House Judiciary Chairman Jerry Nadler and Intelligence Chairman Adam Schiff will likely be the top names on the prosecution team in the Senate impeachment trial, according to Michigan Congressman Dan Kildee. They're both lawyers. Is it important to have lawyers in that position?
2: Well, that's really entirely up to Nancy Pelosi as to who she wants to name as House managers. Typically, they do choose legislators who have prosecutorial experience because really they are acting as prosecutors. They're going to make out the case for the Articles of Impeachment. They're going to try to persuade the Senate and really the larger audience of the general American public that these Articles of Impeachment have merit, and their opening statements are something that are going to be watched very closely because there's a possibility that that is all the American public will ultimately hear about these charges.
0: White House counsel Pat Cipollone and Trump's personal attorney Jay Sekulow are set to head up the president's defense team. There's also a question about whether some House Republicans who staunchly advocated for Trump during the impeachment inquiry, such as Ohio Representative Jim Jordan, should be added to the team.
2: Well, I think ultimately it's up to the president and his team as to who he is going to choose to defend him against these articles of impeachment. And if he believes that there are some House members who can articulate that position well, they may add them to the legal team. It really is a decision for the president to make, and ultimately Mitch McConnell will abide by whatever the president's wishes are in that regard.
0: According to CNN, the trial brief for the president likely could be submitted within two days of the House vote to transmit the articles. What does that tell you about what's in the trial brief? Is it going to be the arguments that we've been hearing from House Republicans?
2: I think it's going to be very similar to the arguments that House Republicans have been arguing all along here. I think they're going to stick to the argument that none of this rises to the level of an impeachable offense, that the president did absolutely nothing wrong, and they're probably going to try to keep this as streamlined as possible. There's been lots of talk about calling Hunter Biden and other witnesses here, but I think both sides recognize that there is an inherent risk in calling witnesses on either side, whether that would be John Bolton or Hunter Biden, because nobody knows exactly what these witnesses are going to say. And prosecutors do not like to call witnesses to the stand in the middle of a trial when they don't know what the testimony is going to be. So as much as the Democrats want to hear from John Bolton, and it's no question that they want to do that, the fact is that nobody really knows what he would say, and he is a bit of a ticking time bomb. He's an independent person who has at times parted ways with the Trump administration, and we really don't know whether he would be a defense witness or a prosecution witness. We'll really have to see if it comes to that he testifies where what side he's going to come down on.
0: Now, Senator Lindsey Graham, of course, a staunch ally of President Trump, predicted that the trial would be over in a matter of days, not weeks. Is he likely right about that?
2: No, I don't think it's going to be days. I think they're going to have to make at least a credible presentation here of going through the process, allowing the House managers to present their case, however long that takes, allowing the president's lawyers to present their defense, however long that takes. And then at that time, according to Mitch McConnell, they will follow the Clinton model and take up the question of whether or not any additional witnesses will be called on both sides. It's still a possibility that witnesses will be called. I think one thing Mitch McConnell wants to do is to see how the case goes in, how the prosecution's case went, how the defense went, and then make the call at the end of the day. But I think there is a perception here that Mitch McConnell is trying to, on the one hand, expedite this process, on the one hand, remove any potential surprises or ticking time bombs that could explode in the middle of this trial and change the trajectory of the outcome, but at the same time, there has to be some perception that this is a fair process, that it is a process that was followed similarly in the Clinton impeachment model, and that people believe that this was not a sham, that they gave it its due process, and ultimately the outcome is something that is supported by the evidence that was presented during the trial.
0: It's an odd situation because you'll have an impeachment trial so close to a reelection campaign,
2: Well, what's important to remember here is that the impeachment process is fundamentally a political process, not a legal process. And it's even more so in this case, because this is the first time in American history when there's been an impeachment of a president prior to the re-election of a second term. So we've never had a president who was impeached and then faced re-election. And there are lots of people who said that they should just let the election take care of this process and not have gone through this whole impeachment process in the, in the first place. But this is a process that is rife with political implications. And both sides, the Democrats and the Republicans, are making these decisions both in terms of trying to affect the ultimate outcome of the trial, but also trying to calculate how this process will ultimately impact the 2020 elections.
0: You know, you watch TV and you see a lot of clips from the Clinton impeachment trial. And it seems as if senators are advocating exactly opposite things from what they advocated in the Clinton impeachment trial. For example, Lindsey Graham saying that you need witnesses at a trial and Chuck Schumer saying that you don't need witnesses at a trial.
2: Yeah, there's been lots of clips of Senator Lindsey Graham and Senator Chuck Schumer taking the actually opposite positions during the Clinton impeachment process. That's not surprising because this is fundamentally a political process, but there are some factual differences here that do support perhaps a changed view. In the Clinton impeachment trial, you have to remember that there were witnesses called at trial, but every single one of the witnesses called at trial had previously testified before the House committee. This would be the first time in the history of a country where witnesses would testify during the Senate trial who had never testified before on the House side. So it really is an unprecedented situation. There's very little precedent, either legally or historically, as to how this process will proceed, which is exactly why it is the free-for-all that it is, where you have both sides taking positions that seem to be directly contrary to the positions they took during the Clinton impeachment process, and ultimately, it is the political process that will sort this all out. If politicians on both sides get pressure either to call witnesses or to simply end this trial, that's where this is going to go. And so far, what Mitch McConnell is trying to do is to keep his Republican in line. He's got to keep the four Republicans in line to make sure they don't cross over and agree to call witnesses, because if he does that, he loses control of this trial and witnesses will then be called. And ultimately, if they call witnesses, I'm going to assume that they're going to be able to call witnesses on both sides. So we might see John Bolton. We might see Hunter Biden. And if we go down that road, this is going to be a very different impeachment trial than what people are anticipating at this point.
0: Thanks, Bob. That's Robert Mintz, a partner at McCarter in English. And that's it for this edition of Bloomberg Law. I'm June Grosso. Thanks so much for listening. And remember to tune in to the Bloomberg Law Show weeknights at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central, right here on Bloomberg Radio. The Hartford understands protecting your business with the proper insurance can be a challenge. The Hartford team can provide coverage to suit your industry. The Hartford empowers mid to large size companies like yours to help manage risk from liability and property insurance to workers comp and more. Let the Hartford help protect what's unique about your business. Learn how.
1: Einstein with Salesforce.